Jimmy with an icy Jones. Bank account booming, fast lane zooming. Going around the world for my high post grooming. Max like a preacher, love like a teacher. Got a girl trips in Paris when I want to eye people. Too many clothes, got a rag top robe. Passing white system in my speakers of bone. I kick it like a champ, I thought you knew it. But camping ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. Yo, I say want you to be on Lifestyle for famous. Then hang up on that fool. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Lewis S. Black, coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's subject, what we're going to talk about is this. A lot of times as men, we have this misconception that every woman is playing hard to get from when we meet them to even when we're trying to talk to them, court them or whatever. We all have this preconception that you got to put in work you got to work for it you got to work for it yeah true you got to work for anything just to get a job you gotta put in an application and prove yourself and get yourself in the door and even go through orientation but I want y'all to really sit on this and I want my fellas because I'm talking to my fellas but the ladies I want y'all to chime in on this there is no stopping a woman that wants you that's today's topic and i know a lot of guys as soon as i said that you probably started going down memory lane and when i say memory lane it's not like you're a lane and as if you gotta think back to damn near 15 years ago or something a lot of guys have scenarios like this that have happened just as of last year probably And the only reason why I'll take it as far as last year is just because we're only 14 days into the new year. So a lot of guys have 2020 stories to tell. I've got stories to tell, but I'm going to keep my storytelling limited because the Lewis Says Black Show, even though it's directly named after me, it ain't all about me. It's about the content that I choose to put out there and how I choose to share it with the world. So nobody can ever say I'm narcissistic, please. I try to let myself be the last uh, topic of subject, or should I say subject of topic, whatever, you know what I mean. Women are very determined. And a lot of times, for some reason, in this Western society, when you say a word like determination, you automatically think of some type of alpha male on a mission. No, determination can be for alpha males. Beta males can be determined on simping their way into a woman's heart. Alpha males can be determined on following their purpose and doing what they want to do. But women have a determination when it comes to, you know, school, career goals, things that they want for their kids. And when it comes to this thing called love or just relationships whether they be sexual or whether they be more emotional romantic relationships you're not stopping the woman that's into you 
one of the simplest things, because we're going to go from simple to complex, one of the simplest things is there's no stopping a woman from contacting you that likes you. Of course, you know, if the woman's not all needy, she's going to give you a little bit of proper space. And if the woman is upset from you, she's going to probably give you that proper space so that she can get unmad. I know that's not a word, but basically if she's mad, she may give you a little bit of space so that she can become unmad so that she doesn't find herself nagging and bickering at you and then you firing back and then all of a sudden y'all arguing again. But for the most part, what I'm going to really talk about is what everybody likes to call we just talking, which a lot of times is really we just fucking those type of relationships. When it comes to a woman that wants the D, there is no stopping her. There's two things that you cannot stop. Anything can be stopped, but it's two things that you would not stand a good chance if you try to get in front of or get in the way of, should I say. A Mack truck going 100 miles an hour and a woman that wants some dick. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. I'll give y'all a few personal examples from back in the days. When I say back in the days, none of this is... 2021 none of this is eve 2020 these are some older examples from back in i don't know what we call that decade it was like the the teens where we had just got out of the single number decade 2000 to 2009 to where now we were in the teens where it's like it's 2010 it's 2012 whatever whatever number one on numerous occasions, I've dealt with women that literally came from out of town, came from out of town, and would, of course, sleep over at my spot. But the thing is, a lot of you guys, and this is where old girl, Young Miami from the City Girls was able to talk about getting flued out because in her music, her shouts out to her and JT, they had a real good album that they came out with last year. They talk about tricks. So when Young Miami talks about getting flewed out, that's her being able to sit on a plane and some dude that probably ain't even hit it yet, bringing her out there to where he's at. These women didn't get flewed out. And to show the determination, they didn't fly in either. Meaning they didn't sit up in necessarily put their money into a plane ticket a lot of them drove from where they were at to where I was at which is a big sign of determination because you got to think about the dynamic of this y'all a woman can get some from anybody within her city even if she stays in a small hick town with a population of 3,000 she can find somebody in that town to wear it out and someone that'll come to her where all she has to do is literally make a phone call I got an itch that needs to be scratched 
Uh, okay. I'm on my way. Let me go ahead and hop in the shower. And it's as simple as that. So, fellas, if you've ever had a woman drive from out of town, and I don't care how far or how near she stayed, the fact that she got into her car, or heaven forbid it, a rental car, which is even more effort, and she actually took a road trip driving down a highway that nine times out of ten, because I meant to say the women that I dealt with came from major cities. So it wasn't like they were just trying to get away from their hick town so that they could get to where I was at, which at the time was St. Louis. And then at some points, you know, my current city, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I just need to get out and just get some adventure. It was, hey, I want to get at this dude. So the fact that they're at one point driving through nothing but country, because we've all been there where we take a road trip from our popping ass city so that we can go to another popping ass city. And in between popping ass cities, we see some non popping stuff. Nothing but trees, grass. You pass by some farms. Heaven forbid, let me show you these women's determination. Because nine times out of 10, they're coming by themselves. Like in these scenarios, these women were by themselves. So look at the risk they're taking. Because we're talking about sisters. Because I don't know if you should know by now that I'm a brother, obviously. I don't know if the picture gives it away or my voice. So I'm dealing with sisters. These sisters is pulling over to these hick town gas stations. And we all know what I'm talking about when I say those hick town gas stations. I'm talking about them gas stations where you're the only one that looks like you. And they look at you with that, you ain't from around here, are you? But nonetheless, all they're going to do is just stare at you like you're a rare species. Because you really are. But at the end of the day, they're going to take your money and get your gas because believe it or not, people passing through is what keeps that economy going in these little hick towns. So people stopping to get gas is keeping the economy going. People stopping at the Hardee's or the Wendy's or the Burger King or whatever to get a quick little bite to eat so that they can keep it going. That keeps up their economy. That's why if you notice when you go through these little pass-through towns, some of the cleanest, most modern establishments that you can run into are the fast food joints and the Walmart. But I'm really, really trying not to get off topic. Point blank, these women are having to deal with that. Stopping at these gas stations. A lot of times in the situations that I dealt with, they didn't try to park the trip out like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and stop in a hotel and get a little bit of rest and then hit it fresh in the morning. They were driving straight through. So for anybody that's been through that, you can probably testify that once they got there, it wasn't no games and it definitely went down. Because one thing to realize is a woman will waste your time if she feels like it. If she's in the mood to waste your time, she will waste your time. Within a week's time, if a woman has enough time 
to waste people's times, she will waste your time, my time, and his time if she wants to. And will think nothing of it. Just, hey, I got some attention over here. I got some free meals over here. And I was bored. So I talked on the phone with this fool and really I just let him listen to me talk about myself, whatever. But one thing a woman will never do is waste her own time and her own money. Because you got to think about it. These women that are taking road trips, and we're going to talk about more than just road trips, but this is just where we're starting. These women that are taking road trips, the one thing that they can't do on this road trip is they can't work. Their job is all the way back in whatever city they stay in. So, these women are taking valuable time off. Sometimes even a vacation day. But that's still valuable because you got to work to earn vacation time. So, they're taking vacation time that they earned. That they could have spent at the crib, sleeping or watching their favorite shows or whatever. They're taking all of that valuable time to get at you. And when you think about it, a lot of you fellas are like, yeah, and it went down. And to some of you fellas that haven't been through that, if you're talking to a young lady and she's volunteering to drive down from out of town to where you're at, and she's not asking you to cash app her any gas money, she's not asking you to reimburse you reimburse her any gas money and she's letting you know that screw a hotel she's staying with you even if she tries to make it seem as if she's going to be staying with you in order to stay save some money the key thing is if she's doing the driving and she's staying with you it ain't about saving money she's obviously got some money because she's putting money into her tank She's staying with you for a reason so that you can hit that. But that's here nor there. I'm not a dating coach, so I'm not here to tell you guys the obvious. Another thing that shows that a woman likes you, along with, you know, her voluntarily calling and them making those road trips. Them making sure that they don't come empty handed. As much as we love to sit up and people love to complain on the internet about women are just trying to use men hypergamy they just want to get guys for free meals free meals free meals free meals they just and, and really they can't talk about anything else because your average guy your average woman knows to probably not even try to ask you for forty dollars to pay a bill because she knows that and there's no disrespect because I'm a working class guy she knows that you're a working class guy and she knows that you ain't broke but she knows that you ain't balling out of control and you're trying to just keep a grip on the bills that you got even though you're doing a good job of it so minus the whole free meal thing these women really ain't up in nobody's face really asking for too much and if they are up in somebody's face it's usually a well-established sugar daddy or just some simp that's balling out of control that's who they go to for the big bucks for the big ticket items like car notes rent bill 
getting hair done, things like that, they usually go to the big dogs for that. Even though they may not be big dogs in the sense of having an alpha mind state, they go to the big ballers for that. The ones that feel that they have to monetize their time with a woman, the ones that feel like they have to basically throw out money in order to get a woman's attention and respect. So minus the whole free meal thing, one good thing is if you're a working class Joe, you ain't got to worry about dealing with no gold diggers. And for the most part, the women that are around you are either three types. They're either attention whores or they're a woman that's looking for a free meal or they're a woman that's genuinely interested in your friendship and your sex. Basically, these are women that just want to be your girlfriends. These are women, they just want to kick it with you and talk to you and build a little bit of a vibe with you and they want to screw around with you sometimes here and there. Now, I've already got a solution on how you can get rid of those women that are just looking for a free meal. This is an instant repellent. I would say that I should be charging for this brilliant idea that I have but it doesn't matter because I already have a sponsored segment on Anchor. Shouts out to Anchor. And you can just do this with any woman because when you do this it's going to set you apart anyways because anybody can sit up here and take a woman to Applebee's. Anybody can sit up here and take a woman to Outback. These places aren't hard to find. There's usually about five or six of them in every major city and they're definitely affordable especially if you're taking her out on the weekend because most people get paid towards the weekend so here it is you got your paycheck on friday and here it is on saturday Ooh, you wind up dropping about 40 to 60 bucks between the two of you whoop dee doo i guess i'll see you in bankruptcy court huh nope here's what you do Get a woman's phone number. Talk to her for about a good two weeks. But when I say a good two weeks, we're not talking about just one phone call a week. That's only two conversations. I'm talking about get a real good vibe to where y'all talking about every other day. To the point where, you know, you can really tell that she likes you and you're getting a real good vibe. Set up a date. But let it be a date that doesn't involve food or alcohol because at one point I heard one guy say a long time ago um, just take him out to drinks which I'm not going to knock that I even did that a long time ago and it definitely was cool and it definitely shows you who's who and what they're about but I say just to be on the safe side keep the alcohol out of it because especially nowadays during this pandemic there's some women that like to drink and they be like, hold up, I'm finna sit up here and he ain't finna feed me, but I know that he's gonna be buying me some drinks. I'm finna get lit. But even with that, you can still go with drinks because if a woman's gonna get drunk, she wants to have fun. And if you're some lame that she's not interested in, it's easy for her to avoid conversation with you 
during the dinner date because it's like all right in between waiting for the appetizers and the food to arrive it can be a little bit of goofy conversation mainly you running your mouth because a lot of times if you're dealing with a woman that's not interested you'll find yourself running your mouth trying to spark up conversation so that everything isn't awkward and then boom once it's time to eat come on now who wants to be talking with their mouth full and then after that it's oh it's getting so late and i gotta help these kids with their virtual homework and i gotta get my stuff together so i can get ready for work in the morning but it's saturday night i thought you worked monday through friday yeah they got me coming in to do some overtime whatever whatever so pick out a date that has nothing to do with that like one of the hot things is if any of you guys are really into fitness like you know you could damn near be a trainer invite them to work out with you at the gym off of your buddy pass hey i got an idea i want to see you we've been rapping i want to kick it with you saturday saturday afternoon i'm gonna go get a workout in i'm gonna be doing some crossfit i want you to come join me i got a buddy pass i got a membership so i'll let you in off of my guest pass and we can do some little CrossFit together. We can uh, flip around a few little tires and do a little bit of cardio. Maybe you can show me a little bit of that yoga that you was talking about since you said you work out too. And then boom. Now if a woman is willing to put on some gym clothes and tie up her hair and work out with you and there's no food involved, that's a woman that's into you. And then just off the flip, what you can do to be cool is after the workout, you can mess around and be like, hey, let's grab a little something to eat real quick. It can be something casual because obviously y'all ain't finna go up in Applebee's or Chili's or Steakhouse or Red Lobster or anything in the workout gear. But now it can be something kind of um, low-key or cool, like, you know, some Chipotle or something. Let's sit down and get some Chipotle real quick. Boom, 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 boom. Send her on your way. Because you did put her on the workout. And you know when you work out, you work up an appetite. That's just an example. If you're into rock climbing, invite her to go rock climbing. Just whatever. If you are a guy that's really into art, this is something that will really, really make them shit or get off the pot. Invite them to a museum. Now, a woman that's determined to get with you, this is determination. Let's say that this woman is not cultured. Let's say that you are the type of person to look at an abstract painting and you're like, I can tell that the artist was going through confusion, but each color represents an emotion. The blue to the left, that was the sadness. And that blue being on the left, the left side is the logical side of our brain. So there was something going on that required logic that had him sad. But yet here we have the red right over here. So he's also angry. Then we have the yellow appropriately on the right side. That means he was happy. And he was happy with something that involves creativity. Maybe it was music or maybe it was art like what he does oh man all of this blend of color it's just brilliant 
And then she could be a chick like, well, yeah, I see a bunch of colors, but she will get with it and she will adapt and adjust just so that she can be around you. Because what's happened is you pretty much laid it out flat that between work and all of this other stuff that you like to do as the artsy type of guy that you are, for example, sake, that this is the only time that you got free for her to get with you. If a woman knows that the only way to get at you is to get down with your environment, they would get down with your environment. I am not bullshitting you. I swear, if a woman knows that you like to be a volunteer firefighter on the weekend, she'll mess around and put on a firefighter suit. She may not go in that building with you, but she'll definitely be hanging outside rooting for you. They adapt. A woman will adapt to a man that she's really feeling. She'll adapt to his swag and his whole program. Why do you think these NBA and NFL girlfriends be literally sitting in the stands wearing these dudes jerseys i'm not trying to be funny there's some women that really can care less about sports but they get down with it and they sit down and they check it out just because they want to be around you and they want to soak up the vibe which is you and for some reason football is a big part of you being you basketball is a big part of you being you even though it's on a way different level trust me fellas your mama when she went to them games you know some of your mamas was really into it and would really be like just i'm rooting for my son and i'm rooting for my son's team and all oh, ref that was a bad call you know you fouled him and then there's some women that be like, okay, I know that you're home and they're guest and it's about whoever gets the most points. So bam, looks like you guys won. And I saw that you uh, got the ball into the buckets a bunch of times. How many points you have? Oh, 20. Damn, that's good. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and get you home so you can uh, go ahead and finish up your homework and get ready for school tomorrow. Whatever. But point blank, she was there because she wants to support you. Another sign. You cannot stop a woman's support when they're really into you. When they're really into you, man, they would be one of your biggest cheerleaders. When I say cheerleaders, I know some of y'all women are frown up your nose. Ha! What? I'm just kissing his ass. No, everything that involves supporting or being submissive towards a man isn't ass kissing. Ass kissing is literally what it is. Ass kissing is what some people do at work just to stay in good favor or to move up straight up but supporting somebody male or female you're not ass kissing what you're doing is you're actually thinking about somebody other than yourself for once male or female so male or female if you find yourself supporting somebody's goal or somebody's vision do not feel bad about yourself do not second guess yourself what you're doing is you're actually thinking about somebody other than yourself for a split second out of your day and you're not compromising yourself or your almighty mission straight up and down another thing that's unstoppable 
about a woman that really cares about a man is you are not going to talk bad about that man in front of her. She's going to do one or two things. Either A, she's going to go ahead and defend that man outright and debate with you and argue with you and maybe even put hands on you. Or B, if she's a little bit more of the passive type, but still a ride or die type of chick, she's going to exit the conversation all the way. Even if she has to physically walk away or if she has to hang up the phone. Right? Now these fake ones, they'll sit up here and not only gossip about you and let people talk about you, they'll go back and tell you verbatim about what happened. And the question you have to ask is, if you were able to give me a whole laundry list of all this bad stuff that they said about me, why didn't you say something? Well, uh-uh-uh, uh, 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 I had that happen to me. Well, uh-uh, you know, I'm not trying to ruffle no feathers, and I mean, uh-uh, but, but you know what? Something must be up because, and it's always the same common denominator, they felt real comfortable around you talking about me think about it fellas do you think with what Barack Obama has done for Michelle's status and her legacy because no matter if she doesn't put out any more books which I'm pretty sure her book was a bestseller I will have to check it out one day even when she does leave this earth she will forever for decades for centuries be known as the first black first lady right she got that off of the strength of being with good old Barry so do you think that you could come around Michelle Obama talking bad about Barack and do you think that she would just sit up there and just listen idly she would either A check you B put hands on you or C walk away from the conversation all together so to wrap things up if a woman's playing hard to get it's not hard to get she just don't want to be got cause a woman that wants to be caught she ain't like the road runner sitting up here playing games with you and then licking her tongue out at you me, 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 me. And then just running off and just having fun with you chasing her. The Roadrunner had lots of fun with Wiley Coyote chasing after him. Almost to the point to where if Wiley, Wiley Coyote just was sitting up chilling and the Roadrunner was to walk by and he just let him pass, the Roadrunner would be confused. Like, you don't want to chase me? The Roadrunner got used to that attention. Think about that scenario. Looney Tunes, Roadrunner, and Wally Coyote. How corny and goofy Wally Coyote made himself. That's what had us laughing. It wasn't how smart his plans were. Like, okay, I'm gonna have a piece of rope, and when he trips up that rope, it's gonna send this rocket off that's gonna go and blow him up. No, nah, that was just diabolical genius at his best. What made us laugh was how hard he was trying. 
and how he just wouldn't lit up and leave it alone and just realize that this ain't the type of animal for you to catch. It's just too fast and too elusive. Go, go eat a squirrel or something or just figure something else out. It's the same thing when you're trying too hard with a woman. I'd want to say this in closing. Brothers, you gots to be yourself. One thing I've noticed about our community and for the most part the other community, you know what I'm saying, white folks, they have no problem being themselves and what they do is they find a woman that's within the lane of who they are. For instance, a lot of the bad boys, they find the biker guy, the biker guys, the badass biker guys with the tattoo sleeves and the Harley Davidsons and the big beards and all that. They actually have biker chicks. So they find chicks that are just down for that lifestyle. Chicks that want to be around other bikers. And that's who they hang around. That's who they roll with. They don't sit up here as biker dudes and waste their time trying to get with lawyers and accountants type of chicks. Now, of course, they ain't turning down nothing but their collar. So if they come around, they come around. But that's not who they sit up here and pursue and throw a little bit of a jab at. The real cool athletic guys, the athletic guys, the ones that are in shape. <laughs> Please. They probably meet half of their women at the gym. If they're a CrossFit fitness type of dude, they get other women that are into CrossFit and fitness and yoga and let that be the reason half of the stuff they do is rock climbing and jogging together and working out together and all of this stuff and basically doing things to improve their bodies together. The nerds. I don't know how many times I've seen a nerdy dude and be thinking to myself, what? You have a who? A girlfriend? Yeah, man. And then they pull up a phone and they pull up a picture of their girlfriend and their girlfriend is just as lame, nerdy, and as goofy as them. The whole point that I'm making is they have no problem being who they are and what they are. And when it comes to women, what they do is they just figure there's a woman that fits within this lane of who I am. And that's who I'm going to deal with. And sometimes these nerdy dudes, it don't necessarily be, okay, they get a nerdy woman and she's ugly. They will find a fine woman. It can be some out of shape, goofy looking dude that's into Marvel Comics. And next thing you know, let that be the reason you see him at Marvel Comics dressed up as a Hulk. And then he's got this fine little thing right next to him dressed up as the Black Widow or Captain Marvel or something. But us brothers, what we get into is almost every other five years, every other decade, we create one universal man and we all try to be that type of man within his own capacity. Think about it. Your parents, back in the 70s, I guarantee you, if you pull up a picture of your daddy, your daddy had an afro. 
Yo daddy had an afro. My daddy had an afro. Yo daddy was wearing a multi-colored shirt with the butterfly collar, some bell bottoms, and some platform boots. My daddy wore the platforms, the bell bottoms, the butterfly collar. On the differences, my dad also didn't mind thugging it, which would be the jeans, the white t-shirt, and the converse. E-Lord, when it's time to get clean, this is what we're going to do. We're going to dress like Disco Dan. When it's time to thug it out, we're throwing on t-shirts, jeans, and we're throwing on some converse. But we all got our big old afros. 80s, everybody had a curl. Everybody had a little tracksuit. Everybody had this and that. In the 90s, everybody had a box during the early 90s. Then almost at the same time, around the mid-90s, all of us cut our boxes off. And we got into more of a, rather than wearing all of these multi-colors, let's go ahead and start color coordinating a little bit. In 2000, we all had throwbacks. The difference between me and you is you got a Dr. J throwback, and I may have on Ivan, Allen Iverson's high school jersey. And this brother is wearing the Michael Jordan college jersey. And this brother is wearing an Oscar Robinson jersey. You get the point. And then even though I may be a badass and you may be a nerd, we're all trying to conform to this one universal type of manly style and we're just putting our own little flavor on it which means you've got on this you've got on that the difference between me and you is you might be wearing some felines and i might be wearing some nike air maxes and this brother over here is wearing some jordans in 2021 as this pandemic strikes us, I hope that we really find some individuality within ourselves as individuals. We got to start dressing a little different. And I've been kind of leaning towards that. And I've noticed that I do turn a few heads because I've been kind of. And I've noticed it work for a few brothers that kind of create their own style. When you create your own style, you turn heads because while everybody is over here wearing tight V-necks. All of a sudden, you stand out because you've got on this certain type of thing, this certain type of little swag about you. We need to get to that. And when you find out who you are, because a lot of times as brothers, we find ourselves trying to get to know this woman and get to know that woman, and you don't get to know yourselves. See, the mother cats and the mother groups, they get to know themselves first. And usually, by the time they get to high school, they already know, I'm a jock. I'm a prep, I'm a rich kid, I am a nerd, I am a stoner, I am an emo who thinks that all of you guys are posers. You're trying to fit in, you're so lame. And even those guys, they wind up getting chicks that they can hang out with that are like, yeah, those guys are so lame. <laughs> First world problems. You've got to put some gas into your brand new Mustang that your dad bought you. 
and these emo don't even the emo guy i'm just using an example he will not be sitting up here and breaking his swag to try to get with the rich snobby girl he'll look at her and he's got eyes and he'll be like she's got a nice body but he won't even spit game at her and i guarantee you the only way that she'll be able to get with him is she's got to approach him and enter into his own world brothers i encourage you to create your own world and let women that fit within your world let them be the ones that you pursue and women that don't fit into your world that don't fit into your lane because you're a thug or a d-boy or you're a hard-working brother or you're a christian brother or you're a brother that's really into getting high all the time or you're a brother that's really into music or whatever and as a brother that's into music you prefer to deal with women that are into music and then other than that if a woman needs to get into your world she needs to probably be at one of your shows or be at one of the events and make herself available I encourage us to be like that and you'll be so much happier because minus the lame ones because every group have every race has this lames for the most part the real ones that deal with the ones that basically fit into their swag these dudes don't compromise themselves man and they still keep somewhat of a halfway youthful appearance because they're not breaking their neck to try to impress the woman because the woman was impressed from day one Woo! i'm gonna end it like that and i'm gonna repeat it like that they don't break their neck trying to constantly impress the woman because the woman was impressed from day one when nine times out of ten she was probably the one to say hello mr lewis says black show as always twitter and instagram at lewis says black facebook look up lewis says black my youtube channel black legacy entertainment my cuban cigar crisis teammate buko b-u-k-o radio look him up google him up i want you to listen to his podcast as well me and him as a media team we share a lot of views our show cuban cigar crisis tv if you're typing in all together we really pop up quick on youtube we've got a wrap-up that we're doing check that out shouts out to my peoples circuit tv radio we'll be getting with y'all soon and always check my boy out irm films peace Take their ass to the cleaner, two decades straight, a hundred show, hundred K at the gate.
A night of peace, capiche, bread bigger than me. On the road to riches and diamond rings, where real niggas move things on private planes. I said, you're looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Ride through the city, honey, care on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, sunny day on the beat. Pray on the week, never. I'ma find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, west side Atlanta, rubber bands on my back. Man, I been beefing with my daughter, man, I'm dealing with shit. And all my nigga country playing, going killers and shit. I put my bitch out like I'm Martin in my feelings and shit. Another day of a dope boy, a hundred million legit. Okay. On the road to riches and diamond ring. Real nigga move things on private plane. And you know I would trap a book in that early. Count my money, multiply, hurt back at a five. Sixty-five, we be riding on the highway, blowing big and looking for me. I've been sucking that in your little bitch. Yeah. Fuck up, I hit me in my your motherfucking bitch. The drama, we ain't going back and forth, but the real friend. Nigga talking, nigga, big cap. I wouldn't listen to him. They get kidnapped back when nobody paid a ransom for him. Ain't never been a pawn, always been a king. And I ain't never gave a damn what a nigga think. On the road to riches and diamond rings, where real niggas move things on private planes. I said, you're looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Ride through the city, honey, care on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, sunny day on the beat. Pray on the week, never. I'ma find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, west side Atlanta, rubber bands on my bank.